Yo, yo, what's happening, everyone? Welcome back to Clear the Haze. Yes, once again, another episode. Fantastic. Is this episode 28? Yeah, it is. It is 28. Okay, it great. Is. It's I episode 28. Had to check. Had you got to double check, but we always get it right <laughs> because that's what we do. Because we know everything about time, our show. We do. And we know that we have an awesome guest on today. Actually, this is actually a very interesting scenario we have here. Yes. Um, she. She's actually someone you're going to get to know. We we don't know her at all either. Um, she's, yes. a, she's pretty much a complete stranger to us. Yes. So we're um, getting to know. Typically, we have some sort of sort of familiarity with our guests. Yeah. However, this time, because we're, we're expanding and growing, we were reached out to by this artist. And honestly, I, I like her a ton already. So, yeah. I mean, I think you guys will as well. And just listening to her, her music and her and her story, it's going to be really fun. So, yeah. Uh, so, with no further ado, guys, yeah. we have singer, singer songwriter, songwriter, recording artist, artist Sarah, Sarah Lightman in the house. What's Sarah up? Sarah Lightman. What's hey, up? Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Yeah. Nice to have you with us. Yeah. I'm yeah. digging your energy. It's a good vibe. It is a good vibe, right? Thank you. <laughs> I'm true. loving it. It's true. It's yes. We're not just piping you up. Honestly, let's let's get to it. So, like, how did you find us? Because we're <laughs> yeah. all curious. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll go into talking about my release of my new album. So when you do a release, you want to be on as many platforms as you can. Yes. And I wanted to. I'm an independent artist right now, and I don't really have much of a team. So. So I had to like kind of get creative and I thought, why not podcasts? Podcasts are really cool. They're so popping. I, Smart. So I, I did one a couple of weeks ago and then I did a little radio show and now I'm on your show. Mm-hmm. And so I did a Google search and I just, I searched and searched like LA podcasts. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of sports podcasts. <laughs> yeah. like, so many, like you would think that one would be enough, but no, yeah. like they're all the same thing too. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all about like the Lakers or no shade at all. Just, it was just, I was just, I didn't realize that was the thing. So and then I scroll down and then I find you guys. And then I so then I search for you through your Instagram and then I find your page. And I was like, oh, these guys seem cool. Yeah. So then I just reached out and here I am now. Nice. <laughs> nice. The power of the mental hustle. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome. Shout out to you for being proactive like that. A lot of people won't think to do something like that. Thanks. So now a million years are going to hear your voice all because you decided to go the, the, a step further and reach out and really promote yourself and believe in your dream. It's crazy. Some people think it's just going to happen. I'm just nope. going to put this out. <laughs> Some people are going to hear it. It's going to explode. And that's that. But it's like, nah, you got to do your due diligence. Yeah. For sure. And then you have your album right now. It's called Interlude. I'm holding it in my hands. I'm yeah. holding a CD in my hands. Guys. Yes. It's wild. We're it's back in 2003. Yes. But I love it. <laughs> um, I love the fa- I love memory things like that you can hold on to, like a piece of memory. I don't, I, that's yeah. the way I see things. Yeah. Items, I just see them as pieces yeah. of memory. But and it, we had this cool. conversation before we we got on air that CDs are gonna return like vinyls, maybe. It's, I think so it, because they're they're a lot easier to carry. You know? uh, the, smaller. <laughs> the last CD I have is a uh, Maroon Five Red Pill Blues, and it's in my room. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my uh, Christine went on Ellen, and she got it, and she was like, "Here you go." Oh, tight. I was That's like, "Yo, cool. yeah." It was. It was cool. Yo, I'm trying to get on Ellen during 12 days of Ellen. Like, yo, up? you gotta. We should apply now, yo. like today. Oh, yeah, all three of us, all four of us. Right? Yeah, Toby yeah. included, because she's over here yeah, chilling. Toby's uh, chilling. We're, we're all gonna apply yo, tonight. We're going to Ellen. We'll we'll tell you guys what we 
we win. I don't know. It could be a car, <laughs> Dude, vacation. I don't know. When I was in college, my um my RA literally went to Ellen. He came back with like a three hundred dollar Macy's gift card. What? A five hundred dollar Smile Direct Club. What? Like if your teeth, you can teeth, get braces. You can get braces. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Like they're just looking out for your health as well. They're like, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. I kind of like, want braces. Really? Yeah. Well, my bottom teeth are kind of scrunched, and really? it's like they don't hurt, but like I could see like maybe later in life going like oh man i wish i really got braces yeah (laughs) trust me there as a guy that had braces for like way too long like 12 years i you had braces man i don't recommend them yeah that's a long time because the really it's a long time i had a it's a long story i had a jacked up grip when i was a kid i fell on the playground knocked out my front tooth so they pushed it back in there after the whole thing came out had root canals all this at like six years old and then i was like ah this kind of sucks and then later got it removed blah 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 had a fake tooth for a while and (laughs) yeah because of all that it made a standard two-year braces stint turn into like a decade and a half and yeah i got them off and i didn't wear my retainers i I had a friend (laughs) um he actually, this was in high school. He wore he wore braces for so long that he liked the look because a lot of girls liked it on him. What? Right. So he delayed getting the braces <laughs> off. Right. And 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 he's one of my closest friends. Yeah. Cool. Okay. But he was. I don't think he realized like, yo, eventually those things gotta come off. Yeah. And, and teeth just gotta be showing. But yeah. he loved he loved it, man. Honestly, I you do get a lot of attention with braces, oddly yeah. enough, because it, it it's not something that everyone has right. or can afford. Yeah. You're kind of lucky to be able to get them. So they have clear ones though now. Yeah, that the those invi- are the ones. That's I, the those are the ones you gotta get. Yeah, you know? that's the my future. My friend has them. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, when I met you, your teeth were jacked, and now they're straight. How do you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's been six months, Kyle. Yeah. You know, <laughs> nobody just does it in six months. Yes, they do now. Smile Direct cu- uh, Club. Yeah, five hundred dollar yeah, gift card. Um, so Sarah, what's your favorite song on this album? Wow, literally my question. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's the show. That's really hard <laughs> to <laughs> choose just one. I'll give you like my top ones. Okay. okay. Um so Shell, um, that features uh Levance Coley is really special um because there really isn't a song out like that right now. Yeah. Um and it just uh has a really special story to it um, where it was actually written for a film that ended up being a bad deal. So I, oh, wow. I ran from that, yeah. but it was still a really cool song. So I was like, I want to keep playing it. Yeah. And then people really liked it. So I was like, Oh, I'll put it on the album. Um, I like until I see you again. Um, it's just like a fun jam. Yeah. Um, that features my friends, uh, wolves. It's a band. They're really cool. And then, um, uh, letter to my father because it's about my dad mm-hmm. so it's just like how can that not be a favorite yeah, um, yeah. and then um, All Right which was about my move to LA and graduating has a really cool production um, component um, thanks to one of my friends who helped add some production to it so those are my yeah. favorites for different yeah. reasons so what what are what are what's the 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 first one about Shells. Shells? With LeVance Coley, yes. Mm. Shell? um, So, (laughs) it's okay. It's essentially about someone who um, doesn't really take care of themselves or ignores their own needs and self-love and, like, nurturing to the point where they become um, depressed, suicidal, and they, like, kind of have an... It's kind of... I wrote it from the perspective of having an outer body experience, seeing yourself in the mirror and going, like, who is this person? Yeah. But you're not conscious, so it's, like... 
you're here like this is you above your head you can't see me right now because you're in a podcast yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like you're above your body like a ghost yeah. even yeah. though you're in the body but you're not like uh you're not really like connected to your body right so your body is just doing what it's doing right so that's kind of how i wrote it the character in the movie that i wrote it for originally um it was actually for an actress taryn manning so oh, like, wow yeah so it was like it was just like one of those things that just happens okay. very hollywood yeah. yeah and um i don't even know if it even came out to be honest so i'm glad i left yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was just like bad vibes um yeah. but um anyway her character she had said like was like an empty shell so and i was like oh i like that so yeah. i was like how can i build on that idea to write a character and her um so yeah her character was like suicidal um because she just like wasn't she was just so used and abused and didn't like know how to just come back from that that's just and and it it can even i can even relate to it on a personal level as well because uh when i moved to la you know like i wasn't always the best person to myself when i was trying to figure stuff out so like i let the wrong people in and i let them hurt me to the point where where i couldn't really feel pain and like so but it was like it was there but i was like kind of pushing it away you're detached right exactly so so i thought it was a really important message that isn't always covered um i should also mention that since we we were speaking about like depression and all that um all my music is um has a little bit of a mental health twist where it it's not always directly trying to help people going like if you have depression listen to this it'll help you and it'll make you feel so great it's not like that but like it's just supposed to help connect people let them feel less alone and just sort of allow people to feel more connected to each other um and and to just feel more comfortable in their skin yeah so, kind of like uh, logic's vibe with you know 1-800 song and all oh, of yeah. that just less direct yeah but, less you know. less yeah <laughs> that was like call this number if you want to talk more but, figurative <laughs> yeah exactly exactly the, the craziest thing about it is <laughs> i think i brought this up on the show before out of experiment i called the number 20 minutes 20 minutes it takes yeah. to talk to a real person wow, wow that's too that's, long yeah yeah way too long but maybe they're just so popular they just need they're <laughs> yeah. growing faster than they yeah. can but, handle. but here's the thing when i talk to the person monotone oh. No, oh, no 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 emotion really yeah. because he he doesn't want to be biased in forcing you to kill yourself or not you know mm. he can't it's yeah. a very tricky situation because so it's, like, it's like yeah, a training like over it, empathy. It felt it felt that way because yeah. I was like, yo, this guy has like I, I was he was like, what what can we do for you? And I was like, I just need to talk to someone. And he was like, OK, talk. I was like, what? OK, OK. Huh. So you'd probably want someone with a little mm. bit more empathy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it, you're 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 uh, calling yeah. a suicide hotline, you know, right. It's right. Like, the person calling is monotone. Right. Come on now. <laughs> The person calling monotone. Yeah. The help is monotone. It's just like there's no real yeah. cure there. The real cure is just finding real people outside right, of that. Right, right, right. You know, even like have you have have all you have? Yeah, why can I speak today? <laughs> have you guys watched Joker? No, I we're haven't seen it, it yet. Oh, I've, really? I've heard okay. it's very controversial. Oh, and man, it, there's some <laughs> beautiful moments in it though. You yeah. guys should watch it, and then we'll reconvene. Okay, for sure. sounds good. Yeah. So I'll I'll refrain Next from that episode, point. But Joker yeah, episode. exactly. <laughs> Next episode, we'll do a whole um, recap. Yep, yep. I guess. You guys got to <laughs> watch it though. We watched it and. Pff, Man, like she didn't even fall asleep and she always falls asleep. In the morning, so. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> throwing shade. No shade, no shade, no shade. <laughs> no shade. 
No, movie theaters like, are hella comfortable these days. Bro, I can't. <laughs> the price, the price is too high to fall asleep there. I'll just go home and sleep in my right. bed for free. Well, <laughs> we got the Regal Pass now. So oh, we can that, go. dude, yeah, the AMC Club yeah. Pass as well. Uh, yeah. One of those. Yeah, it's legit, wild. Man. Movie it's Pass fancy. started that. Movie Pass literally had to die for yeah. us to get this actual like wow. reality yeah. of just having this but you know screw movie pass because they milked me for like six months of nothing for a while so <laughs> dude i i think in the the whole time that that thing was active i watched maybe 40 movies total yeah. Yeah. total and it, it was like maybe in the, in the span of like seven months yeah which is wild that's a lot like that's that's, that's a lot why more they're like I, okay yeah. well we're only gonna release a hundred tickets today because we can't <laughs> afford this yeah that's yeah. crazy um so sarah what was you said all right is about your move to los angeles mm-hmm. right where were you moving from uh well i i'm from new jersey but i moved from philadelphia because i went to there's a is that a helicopter yeah that's yeah. Cause, <laughs> it's because you mentioned <laughs> jersey they're like what i used to play so I'm like, what? um yeah so uh yeah so I, but i moved from philadelphia because i went to college at temple university oh, tight. so i i sort of was like i don't want to call it squatting but my lease yeah. was up <laughs> and my roommate yeah. wanted to like not pay the full amount for his room so so I stayed where I, w- I was. Yeah. We like split a house with, uh, with a bunch of people. So that way he could pay less and I could save some money before my move. So yeah. I, I guess I sort of squatted. And then like, I just like, <laughs> I left him my mattress because his mattress was so bad. I said, oh, here, wow. take mine. Yeah. I can't fit it on my, on my carry on, you know? <laughs> so, like, so I gave it to him to have for the rest of his, I gave him like my, my pillows and blankets. I didn't need it. Yeah. So I just had like, um, I had like a couple suitcases. I I uh, paid for my brother's flight, so my brother would come with me. At least so I had like one person, even though he had never been there either. I flew. I actually flew there blindly, so oh, I had wow. never been wow. there because I didn't have the money to go visit. I yeah. was a post college student, and all I did was work study. And they don't pay you like that much. They pay it's you like enough minimum. for groceries. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So which I'm thankful for. Um, but so yeah, so it was just it was such a crazy move. Like it was bad. Um. It was like it had a lot of really bad rough moments and it had like some really like beautiful moments as well because like within like that pain there's like a lot of growth. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I flew and like half the family was like, Sure, go for it. The other half was like, We're never gonna come visit you. Oh, like no. you're being ridiculous. Like yeah. the, wow. and then like and I'm just like, Okay, well, I'm still going by like yeah. that's not gonna make me not go for you for That's your so weird. That's that's yeah. weird to me yeah. because it's like why it wouldn't Friends be too. it wouldn't be Same different thing. if I moved yeah. to any other state they just or didn't any other far. place. No. Yeah, well, they, it's That's really it, no, it's less you. about you and it's more, more about, about selfish reasons. Like exactly, oh. exactly. It's not about you or yeah. what, how you feel. Right. I'm trying yeah. to change my life. Yeah. And that Are was, you going to provide for me? Right. Yeah. And that was more. That was also one of the reasons why I chose to move out there. Was like I was like I really needed to figure out how to just be more self sufficient. Yeah. Right. And I said because there's no way. Like I was just so afraid of so many things, and 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 became codependent on so many things and ideas and people, because of because of, um, partly because of you know like my background, my family, and partly because I was still like a very youthful person, and it's yeah. natural to kind of like do that when you're trying to figure stuff out. So <laughs> unnaturally natural, I guess. Yeah. So, so yeah. So uh, when I moved, I was uh on the plane and i literally like you'll 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 see um when you hear it um if you go online or whatever um 
or hear it or if, if we play it here um it, it starts with only two backs packed heading from philly on a plane to la feeling kind of silly oh, wow. because you're like i feel silly because this is ridiculous what i'm doing right yeah. now but it's also like kind of amazing so i'm laughing inside yeah. Yeah. but then um it was also just it was a hard move for me like i my roommates fell through last minute like um, the guy I was dating who had moved out to LA just before I did decided on, he wanted to break a week before I moved. So oh, it was damn. just like, that was where I was going to crash while I was finding it, my roommate situation. Yeah. It was just like, oh, okay. And then, um, it was just so weird. I remember we were loading in, uh, the car, uh, the luggage in my brother's car and we went back in to go get something. And in North Philly, there are, are pockets that are are really safe but a lot of it unfortunately just isn't that safe um and i wish it, i wish it was better i think it could be it could be a really beautiful city but um anyway so someone broke into the car trying to steal my stuff and then they realized there was nothing but clothes in it no. and then they left like they stole nothing they just <laughs> they just threw everything around and broke a window which was oh, still horrible man. but yeah. like so that happened and then like um so yeah we get to the airport and like we fly in and like that was like once i got on the plane it was like okay everything's gonna be fine now like and then when we landed and like i saw everything i was like wow like okay i'm here i made it i survived yeah. the flight like look at this like yeah. so yeah. that just like and it just felt really good to just like just take it in and stuff and um so like healing from all that like stress yeah. trying to figure out myself here it was just um it was difficult but uh but i'm really glad i did it and for anyone who's wondering whether you should do the same thing and go somewhere and fly there blindly absolutely just save up your money <laughs> yeah that way like you know like because you're gonna have all sorts of emergencies while you're figuring yeah. it out so that's what that's the one thing i did to be a little smart was just save up whatever money you can and i had worked with starbucks at the time so i transferred with starbucks and it was just it was crazy that's where corporate's nice like okay well yeah it also but it also depends on your manager at the store like oh, yeah. i had a really great manager when i worked at the one in philly mm -hmm. and then i transferred to the one in toluca where they were in the midst of switching managers so we had a sub manager and then uh, we got a real manager and she was like younger than me and i was 24 yeah. so you can tell like that's like well, really young for a manager right so she just didn't quite know she didn't have the skill set unfortunately but she had a lot of potential so yeah. so that was kind of crazy and then i I would work like two jobs. Sometimes I, I, I think at one time I had up to four jobs. Just wow. like, cause like you just Jamaican. had to make your rent. Like, yeah. And like, it just like sometimes like you get like 10 hours one place, 10 hours yeah. another place, depending on what they were paying you. So that's how the hustle crazy. goes. Everyone that comes to LA has their own mm -hmm. LA experience and it's their so story. True. And it all involves right. struggle, <laughs> but yeah. to some degree, some people struggle more than others, but right. it's always going to be a struggle yeah. until you kind of just fall into this autonomous routine mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, it's making sense now. Mm -hmm. I, I think it, um, it's a lot of faith, if anything. Yeah. It's, it's just like faith in yourself mainly, you know, faith that you, you can actually do this, you know, yeah. like you're going out there to start what is hopefully a successful mm -hmm. career in a very, mm -hmm. you know, convoluted and, and like, honestly, sometimes disturbing, you know, industry environment and yeah. environment. Yeah. yeah. Los Angeles is not like we, who did we have Christine? I keep bringing back Christine because mm -hmm. that interview was fantastic. Yeah. She mentioned that, um, one of her friends, um, was, he did DMT while he was literally outside of Los Angeles and he saw the city and he was like, it looks so diseased. 
and it's like that's the reality (laughs) i was like you you, i was downtown los angeles with a friend and i honestly looked outside and i was like this is disease like this Mm -hmm. place is just like so filthy that nobody's nobody cares and stuff hella rats and stuff like nobody cares like very plagueish but, exactly. You know, like that's why people are yeah. saying the black plague could always yeah. come back. But that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's right? still that's here. I mean, well, they have more medicine now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it would exactly. still suck to have those symptoms. But if it mutates like most germs do after a while, yeah. then it's like, oh, we're back to square one. Yeah, dude. But I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll wash your hands, dirty people. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I, yeah. That's the worst. If, when you're like <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that guy didn't wash his hands. Yeah, I know. And then you're like, like whoa, why? Whoa. Why? No, I call people out like I'm like, ah, 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 bro. Even germs. if it's a stranger, like they're just you're at a movie theater, you see someone, they just just use the restroom, <laughs> and then they like look at you, and then they just walk out. Honestly, though, if they're just a regular person, I just look at them and judge them, and if they usually feel me and like, all right, I'll wash my dirty hands. But if it's like a an employee, yeah, oh, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say something because yeah. there's literally you just walk past a sign that says employees must wash their hands. So. Yeah do that but anyways to reach back on what you said though like the faith part that's crucial to making Mm -hmm. a a move like that from Mm -hmm. for anyone i mean that and that's what was lacking with the people that were hating on you and doubting you like they don't have faith in themselves because they can't fathom making a move like that Mm -hmm. and how they would make that work and they didn't have any faith that you would be able to accomplish that because of that because they can't see it in themselves so they don't see you doing it yeah exactly. they didn't think i was gonna survive especially when you grow up in the <laughs> same crazy. place it's like nah get out of here yeah pipe dreams yeah get out of here once you've lived like somewhere like new jersey like i have family in new jersey yeah. right yeah what part um jersey city i believe okay i know where this um, <laughs> so yeah oh man they they have the best colombian coffee over there which is funny to say it's like, pretty wow. good it's so good in new jersey Cause in new york it's right over the it's just right over the hill you know yeah. Over yeah, the water yeah no it's crazy but um what I was saying is the people they have established their life in Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. They love it. They love the fact that they're so close to New York and they can like vibe with it, but they don't necessarily live there and like we leave and observe, right? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because if you ever see New York from like, well, if you see Manhattan mm-hmm. from uh, New Jersey, they have like a 9 11 um, memorial mm-hmm. right next to it and yeah. you can see the whole city. And it's a beautiful thing because yeah. you're just like, wow, this is. Like so many people try to go here, so many mm-hmm. people like just right. like Los Angeles, but it's a different vibe. You know, yeah. it's a completely different vibe because yeah. that's like so business oriented, and there's so much like big, like there's so many big business. You know that mm-hmm. you don't even think about. Like here, it's so laid back. Here, it's yeah. just like you'll see a lot of indie brands out here. Don't get me wrong, you'll see indie stuff over there too. But here, people are, are coming to like start their their like foundation for their life you know like okay i'm gonna i have a brand that i need to like explode i need you Mm -hmm. know i need marketing i need graphic designers i need creatives like that you're gonna find so much more of that in los angeles and that's why people come here because they know it's like i'm not gonna be able to go to the top by myself like i'm gonna need people helping me you know giving me a hand up you know and you know helping me up like hey man i got you let's get up to the next floor like if if you see it like any other way then you're just i mean it's funny because you'll uh, you'll actually meet people out here who are like i don't do entertainment i don't pursue right, music i don't too. do acting yeah. i don't you know 
I work at um, a at this firm, <laughs> you know, and it's oh yeah, it's like, but it's like people have regular jobs as well, and they those are the people that you should try to talk to the most. Yeah, because that perspective is hardly seen here. But when you yeah. run into it, it's well, that like, keeps yo, you grounded. Yeah. It keeps like you grounded. Everyone doesn't have yeah. dreams of stardom. You know, exactly. some people just want to live a good life and support their family. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah. And I, it, yeah. sorry, um, I I've just been taking that more into account now because even like Ubers, like I'll do a lot of Uber pool. And yeah. recently when I started, now that I've become aware of this, it's like, I'll be sitting there and I want to listen to music, but I'm like, fuck, I should talk to this person just to right. hear what they're about, just yeah. to hear what they're doing, how they think. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're like, I want to kind of hear that new Post Malone, you know, yeah. and you're just like, ah, oh, man, fuck it. And then you zone out. But <laughs> it's just interesting. You know, you never know who you're going to meet. Right. Uh, you never know who you're going to talk to. And so it. Sarah, you're amazing. Like the fact that you've decided to go out and do this five years in Los Angeles, three years pursuing music. Yeah. How do you feel about it now? Are you still as strong and adamant that you're going to succeed in this as you were the first day? Uh, I definitely. Well, actually, the first day I was like, I didn't even, I actually was doing an acting career when I came out here. Really? I grew up doing music, but I didn't know how to do it. So it was just like, I don't know how to do it. So I I should figure it out or do something different. So like, I think I had to do something different to figure it out. Right. Right. But it brought me back to like full circle. So now I feel like way more, much more solidified. And, um, I think that's partly because I'm a little bit older now and more experienced. Um, that's the one great thing about being an artist that isn't like no shade whatsoever to like yeah. you know like a young teen yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah or being like you know where your mom is kind of like your manager or your show parent right um and uh, which is fine if you are it's just not where i went um that's like the one good thing about it is like you're you're kind of more solid so you're you're gonna get swindled a little bit less you're gonna be a little bit more insightful but yeah. you're also going to know how to ask the right kind of questions to find out when you don't know so that's kind of what i so yeah, so now I feel I feel like now I'm in that place to like be like to go up where where sometimes you just kind of have to like scrounge at the bottom and yeah. just like fail really badly for a while t- yeah. to just like figure out how to fail better because really we just we all fail like yeah, yeah. It's you'll like never not you're fail, succeeding you know. is a lot of failure like non-stick pans apparently yeah. were an accident so oh. like it's the same stuff wow. awesome yeah yeah I don't know. that's like, a happy accident right exactly so so did you study acting at Temple? yeah yeah I, I did like musical theater and i just didn't quite fit in with the circle yeah and, yeah you gotta you gotta but again it just it just wasn't my path yeah mm. so like i used to be kind of angry about it and now i'm like you know what it just wasn't my audience right but it took you doing it to right. figure that you have, out sometimes you just have to do it i still really yeah. appreciate and respect the art form yeah um cool. but but that's okay you know yeah so. definitely yeah. so uh, being that you went to temple um, ha- have you ever had any encounters or ever even seen like Bill Cosby around? I know. <laughs> he did do a speech at my uh, graduation. He actually used to do no used to do a lot of speeches at yeah. most of the graduations in Philadelphia. So oh, wow. even when my my dad when he graduated from graduate school at um, I believe it was UArts, he did like Hahnemann and then UArts. Um, yeah. Hahnemann is now part of Drexel. Um, so everyone knows Drexel. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was at both of them, and he just like, <laughs> but but back then those colleges are a little small. Hahnemann's a little bit right? smaller, yeah. and U Arts is smaller. So he would, it was more casual. So literally, he would shake your hand, and and you'd like hold on to a fake 
diploma while you like smile and shake his hand when you walk past him so when i graduated which is like way later um he um he just did a speech and it was like he was actually like really funny but when he he passed me because i was on the aisle and he passed me and i remember looking in his eyes and i could just tell something mental health wise was just not right Mm. i was like he does not look okay damn that, it's funny you say that yeah. because people are always asking people that have worked with them like how was he how like i specifically remember keenan thompson because mm, he did the yeah. fat albert uh, right. movie with him and he was just like yeah he, he just had like such a sinister energy and it's like, yeah i think that damn i feel like deep down he probably has a really good heart and yeah. soul yeah but something really messed him up Mm. Yeah. Even a clean guy like Bill Cosby can get messed up by this industry. Right. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood's so. wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we hope uh hope he gets that help that he needs before he I, he goes. Yeah, definitely. I just yeah. hope um cuz he con- did help a lot of people. <sighs> For me it's like I just want me too to keep taking down people. Like I feel like they kind of stopped. They yeah. were just like they they did they had a couple it became a fad. like it became a fad like it just became the last like the when <laughs> when I dressed up in black to go to the Golden Globes yeah that was I was just a part of the the mixture of the bunch that were yeah. just like we're speaking about this quotation oh, yeah, marks everyone else was wearing black everyone yeah. was wearing black in yeah. honor of me too right Dude, oh me too we're getting like it Joker. done we're getting it done right you guys but need to go like, watch man but it's just really all <laughs> yes. right all right that's interesting then um but it's just the reality we live in that's the the problem is people are moving so quickly past things that you it's like fall you, into, you you jump into the next thing yeah you, you know just, right. you don't even jump it just hits you yeah you don't like even jump it just happens a bug on without a your control it's like splat yeah. you open up Twitter oh there's new stuff that yeah. I can read about yeah. oh snap this happened oh my like, gosh. Oh how why let me go investigate and then we collectively get fixated on one random odd thing like oh pieces of plastic that's spin in our hands not only that yeah well that that fidget spinners was like a whole solid year of just no it was like three years distraction (laughs) it was a lot i remember this i didn't have one (laughs) and now like where can anyone find them no exactly because it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Because well, there's no market for them, and you look stupid being out there still selling them. Yeah. People are like, "Come on, man, old news." I know, right? You know. Oh uh, yeah. And it's just that's that's just the way it's going. Come on. And um, it's just the the reality about it as well is it's just like, like you're saying, it's the fact that it hits us, and the fact that we're now fixated on what's happening right now with Trump and Joe Biden and Ukraine is yeah. insane because it's like. Y- the whole mainstream media has basically funneled you to think of just one story. And it's right. like, what about yeah. 99.9% well, you know, of the rest of the fucking yeah. world? It's people people own tell, the exactly. news, you know? Yeah. If you own the news, whoever pays you is going to control what narrative you sway. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's where we are now. You can't trust your prime time mainstream news sources anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, this is the part that I feel like nobody's really thinking about is we are by by investigating our own like president and like continuously questioning every single thing he does. You're revealing to foreign powers how we roll and how we do things in the United States. Well, do you I really bet. need to reveal to the whole world that the president of the United States was talking to Ukraine? Because yeah. now everybody knows that. 
right now yeah. everybody in the world's like why was the united states talking to ukraine then they release a transcript why do we want to know because oh it confirms here that they wanted to buy planes from the united states right so why does the ukraine need planes from the united states maybe to defend themselves from russia mm-hmm. who knows but the problem is that information's being released yeah. right when it shouldn't have been released nobody should have known ukraine was buying so planes saying, from us like, keep you it, know? keep it in the house don't don't tell everyone our business because why would yeah. you russia's not yeah. telling us what they're doing with china yeah you know that's not happening but we're openly just giving away our secrets because people are like, question, 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 because they just hate Trump so much. They're like, we'll do anything to get him out of office because the yeah. only reason is they know he'll probably win another four years. And they're like, probably. we can't let that happen. So we'll just impeach him so he can't run, there's which is ridiculous because there is no opposition to him in the Republican no. Party. No. So he's the only nominee. So well, he's reality. doing whatever they want. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's, that's the true. only reason why they they don't actually like him. That's they, true. He's they're just doing what he wants. Well, it's it's he's a good he's a high power puff, puppet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's I think more than my anything, boyfriend worked for his campaign. Really, really, He'd, and and it's true. Trump doesn't pay his people. He paid wow. a part of what was supposed to be paid to the company, and um and then the other part. And so, like, so they paid one time, yeah. and then they did like two or three more campaigns with him, and they didn't pay, and wow. that company is still in debt. And because they're in debt, like, they've really been like having a really hard time to make up for it because it was like thousands of dollars yeah. out wow. of their pocket. And of course, like, my boyfriend got paid and everything, but it was just, it's just horrible that they're like in a in like a deep red zone. Yeah, because mm. of, solely because a billionaire because he's super selfish. Do. It's crazy, but yeah. I think that's like the. I think that's really the main issue at the core of America. Really insanely rich people are the most stingiest people. And that is messed up because sometimes, usually the people that are really rich like that, they devalue themselves when they are giving because you know, they give away too much. Yeah, yeah. that's what but, makes you rich is not spending it. Like Jeff exactly. Bezos. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, just don't spend your money and like, you'll be rich. Yeah. What? So you have, what? you have Trump not paying his, his campaign people <laughs> or anyone for that matter, which he said he doesn't. And then you yeah. you have people like Jeff Bezos who the $121 billion net worth and you slash health benefits for... Mm-hmm part-time workers at whole foods that's yeah awful when you they literally did the math it was something like he makes what it would take to cover that all of that expense in like six, 20 seconds or no, something like six that hours. In six, six hours in okay, six, six hours okay six hours six hours of one six day hours of one day for a you year, could pay for that for a year of what, what and he won't even miss through. it what is it what are you is in six hours you've been sleep for like eight of those hours so <laughs> while you were sleeping you covered your whole company's costs and it's okay that's weird but right? to squeeze out a little bit more you cut all of these people's wealth welfare basically because i mean people depend on health care bless you bless you bless you again sorry one more time times five yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're 100 percent accurate. yeah man. It, it's weird that he's doing it it's weird that it's he's just doing strange it. and i don't i don't really see any recourse to doing something like that yeah uh, speaking of daytime jobs what do you what do you do um when you're not doing music I'm a full-time musician. Okay, hey. that's the right answer. That's the right answer. Um, so my day job, quote unquote, is uh, I'm a street performer, and then um, 
And then I have like a couple venue gigs where I'll play at like a restaurant or a brewery or a bar. Yeah. Um, or I'll do like little concerts. Sometimes it's live streaming. Sometimes yeah. this is just kind of all over the place. Sometimes yes. I do like private events. Yeah, you know, yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Um, but mostly it's like a lot of street performing and residency gigs. And and then recently, um, we talked about this a little bit before going on, but um, uh, I just have been presented my first um, licensing agreement contract, which yes. is when nice. you become part of a roster on someone's um, licensing company and they um, shop what they call shopping. So like they pitch your music to um, relevant uh, projects that come at them through whether it's a commercial or Netflix nice. or a movie or yeah. so um, so I'm hoping um, it'll be really good um, so that's also a job yeah <laughs> it's a different spectrum <laughs> yeah, but um, it is but it's another it's another area is um, there any way that you can help promote your music to be you know utilized more in that company or is it just yeah, solely up to um, them well it's a matter of what they're looking for and what they okay. need but definitely uh, it's uh, in in like any industry, but especially in the music industry, it's all about really just building a positive relationship. Yeah. So mm. it's I'm not saying they're going to play favorites, but they're going to be more likely to want to pitch your music if you're really nice and pleasant right, to deal right. with and you like care about each other. And yeah. so they'll be like, oh, I like them. What was that song again that 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 we were listening to the other day? Yeah, that was really good. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Well, awesome. it's just it's going to be more in their mind if you're more if if you're more pleasant, because there's so right. many people in this industry and on this planet that it's just like I personally feel and I, from what I've seen is that people they would rather deal with someone who's going to be professional they're going to have a good av- attitude they're going to be a team player and um, and they're going to just be good all around yeah. so I mean you catch more flies with honey than vinegar so true so it's kind of be gross, sweet though. Be <laughs> <laughs> yo so be not if you're a toad be kind yeah it's delicious the tofu or no uh, uh bofu 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 right bofu, what what toad. is that what is oh yeah the bufo 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 yeah. fucking shit it sounds like a la thing <laughs> no, yeah, no, bu- no it's like uh the, the toads that they <laughs> secrete their um venom from their glands to oh. and it contains the dmt like naturally oh and interesting. those are the bufo toads toads the five i think i remember seeing something about that on that national geographic yeah Yeah, it's It's crazy it's strange but now (laughs) alice in wonderland makes so much more sense like these trippy frogs really does yo strange so much for child she was just tripping yeah alice in wonderland is just her tripping but i saw this this thing way back (laughs) in the day and it was like some buried footage of uh who's the guy that did like uh uh nightmare Christmas. Oh, Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton. Yeah. He was like he was before he was like his own guy. Yeah. He was a Disney animator and it was wow. just him in a studio with like a, a bunch of animators and they all dropped acid and they were just like being so weird and like just like drawing and drawing and going <laughs> wow. in. Yeah, and it's like wow. all of that just like trippy energy that's crazy. balled up into one guy and created all of these different things. Shit. I still mess with Coraline personally. Coraline is a crazy. That's trip, just me. Man. I liked Coraline a lot. I have to watch it. I haven't. She's seen it. Oh man, it's so weird. Yeah, it gets trippy. The she travels into another world and then that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's eyes. good. Yeah, it's a crazy. She has film. button eyes. The button eyes. Um, Sarah. Uh huh. You have your guitar with you. Yeah, I do. Uh oh. Do you mind singing for us and playing sure. for us? Can um, you bless us? Do you want to help move the microphone back? Oh, yes, yeah, yes. We're gonna just uh, set up a little bit. Okay. So bear with me. <laughs> do a quick setup. Ooh. 
It's gonna be interesting, guys. We hope that you enjoy this. She's gonna be singing a song from Interlude. I'm just gonna. Or she might just play. Who knows? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear okay, the guitar cool. perfectly. Yeah. Nice. Because I'm like, it's kind of near my head, but. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still hear my voice? Yep. I just don't want it to be too loud. Um. Yeah, I guess since we talked about my move to LA, do you want to hear just like part of it? or? You can play and yeah, sing just a, get how it, much get you want. Your zone, you, know? you do you. You sound good. We can hear you. We're just, we're excited for this. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is the one called All Right, since okay. I mentioned it. Okay. Since we were talking about all about dreams in LA. Yeah. I feel like this is relevant. It is. Only two bags back, headed from Philly on a plane to LA. Feeling kind of silly as I'm holding back the tears I haven't cried. Days ago, I lost power situation and I'm single now. From my last conversation, I'll be breaking down. We gotta stay strong. Slowly descending, the clouds greet as we touch down anxious, waiting to meet you. Standing face to face with the city. Times are looking all so pretty, and the bombs are swaying tonight. Reminds me, I'm gonna be alright, no matter how much I cry. You lift me up with every city light, and feed my dreams so I can fly. Thanks to you, I'm gonna be alright. Alright. With a stranger wishing it was different And I'm working two jobs Just to make a living As the tears inside Wash the days away Try to make friends But everybody's busy Going out alone Tending like it's no biggie But when I go home It catches up to me Hoping I'm knowing But trusting you'll show me I'm right where I need to be Stand face to face with the city Your mountaintops are looking all so pretty And the parts are so tonight Reminds me I'm gonna be alright No matter how much I cry with every city light Feed my dreams so I can fly Thanks to you I'm gonna be alright Alright Starting from zero It just isn't easy Trying to pave a new way Slowly ascending Each tear that has fallen Gives me the strength to keep going Stand face to face with the city 
Your mouth's a tassel looking all so pretty And the punch is away in tonight Reminds me I'm gonna be alright No matter how much I cry You lift me up with every city line Feed my dreams so I can fly Thanks to you I'm gonna be alright No matter how much I cry with every shit sea lion Feed my dreams so I can fly Thanks to you I'm gonna be alright Alright Yeah Wow That was sick I got that all on video too Which yeah. is fantastic I, I'm so sorry I was gonna ask you right That's before okay. But you started playing um, for, for the social media Um Cause that was fantastic, yo! Yeah, that was sick, man, that was sick. Honestly, that first, the first yo. verses, like I was like, yo, I love the face to face with the city. I love that yeah. line. Oh man, yeah, my friend, my friend, um, my friend uh, Trevin McClure and I wrote it. Um, it was during the fires last year. Mm. Oh okay. And we like couldn't go outside, so we're like, why don't we just like try to finish up this album? Yeah. So he wrote. This is the last song that we uh, I wrote before the album, uh, before we started getting in the studio. And there was workshopping, of course, but that was the last song. And so I don't know how it came up. We were just kind of like talking and like, that's usually like how a session goes. It's like he starts playing chords. I say, I feel that. I don't yeah. feel that. And he changes it up. Yeah. Then he just asked me like questions and we just keep talking about like, we just kind of jump into like the psychology of our brains. Right. And, nice. and then it just like, goes into something and then we just start writing. So um yeah so i thought that was a really important story to be heard because there there are a lot of broken dreams in la mm -hmm. Yo, there right. are a lot of broken dreams outside of la um, it's funny and a lot of it is because people don't see the hustle yeah, yeah. and a lot of yeah. people who don't see it they expect it to not be a hustle so then they quit yeah, yeah. And, and because they quit they get d discouraged mm -hmm. and because they're discouraged, they're depressed, and then once they're depressed, they start trying, doing various drugs and getting addicted. Hopefully not drugs. And, well, I mean, but I'm it does just, happen. It, yeah. you just see like a lot of people that are talented in in places like Skid Row, and when you go down there, um, there's a, a a donation in kind of like shelter area down there. Oh, okay. And, um, on Saturdays, you can see, go there yeah. and like you know just help out and uh, do like the the food banks and stuff and That's pass really out cool. stuff yeah, yeah it's cool but uh th there's tons of people in skid row that have like amazing vocals and wow. and like they they can do all kind they can dance and sing and act and all kinds of stuff but they just got caught up and the city will swallow a lot of people up if they're not if you're not grounded and rooted in what you know is right and wrong so honestly various things happen to good people but i i've, I've seen it specifically with this city like people come thinking like you said it's going to be cupcakes and like their city from back home and it is much more intense and cold and non-caring and very mm -hmm. expensive honestly so yeah if you can manage to get through all that including the mentally draining aspects of it i think you can make it and it seems like you have the fortitude to do that i mean yeah. you're still here after all these years we're both still here after all these years so yeah it's crazy you know, shout out to us shout out to us <laughs> three years in los angeles over here how three years 10 no i'm working on seven in seven. february oh damn okay seven yeah, okay and then seven. five over here <laughs> yo that's crazy yep. wow. that's crazy yep. yo i was just I, I was thinking about the fact that another aspect most people don't think about los angeles is just um and i was actually talking to, to my my um 
hair salon person. What do they call uh, hairdresser? My, hairdresser. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, she was just telling me she was like, yeah, it's it, it's becoming harder and harder to live in this city. And I was like, oh, I completely understand that. And she was like, the craziest thing is, I was in Hollywood. Uh, I was right down the street. She was like, there's so many people, so many homeless people you'll see who are just uh, doing speed on, right right in front of our shop. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And That's she's like, scary. she's like, yeah. And then or some. And she was and she was like, oh, it was weird. We got into this conversation about with her and she was like, yeah, there's people out here just smoke, smoking crystal. And I was yeah. like, crystal, like what? She's like, yeah, people be jacked up on heroin right out here, yeah. right outside. And nobody does anything. That's no, terrible. Nobody. Nobody's like looking for these people or trying to help them. She goes. And I and I brought up the fact that remember a long time ago we we were uh, we read an article that said that Los Angeles had created like injection drop off areas or what were they? Well, uh, downtown there's a safe injection site, yeah. so you can go there and get clean needles and stuff like that. They're kind of like enabling you to be able to continue your drug habit exactly. but safely, exactly. Like in an effort to decrease the disease and stuff that is becoming of all of your drug habits. So yeah. it's crazy, you know, right? Yeah, and, it's and, and, really weird. And the the weirdest part is it's like most people who come to LA are are not shown that or they don't know until they right. get here. They just they, see what's you know, in the movies. they see what's in the movies, and then when they are out here, it's like. That the reason there's the, there's this problem is because more people keep coming mm-hmm. and more people keep you know their dreams keep being broken and then they end up in that situation mm-hmm. you're seeing that mm-hmm. you don't even are, are aware of. So it's almost like a a hidden trap door when you get to Los Angeles. Yeah. You're like, be careful, you could end up homeless if you don't make the right decision. But it's funny because you know? it's also it's also the the locals are being affected by it now because mm-hmm. even though pay has stayed stagnant for the last you know, whatever, 20 years or decade, whatever, if you want to do it more measured, honestly, the cost of living has risen exponentially. Mm -hmm. So people that lived in homes for like 30 years, 40 years are all of a sudden getting pushed out because they've been paying rent, which was affordable. And now their spot that they got when it was like 750 to live there is now 2,500. It's like, okay, what do I do? Cause I'm just, a janitor or whatever you know so right it, it's it's an issue that i think has to come down to legislation like we have to stop being greedy and siding with landlords over tenants because yeah they're right. always going to push yeah. for more you know the, yeah. the whole system is built to be against the people yeah man which is the sad part because even like rising musicians like if you wanted it should be easy for you to be able to go on like nationwide radio shows or like even do the tonight show or even do jimmy fallon that should be open to anybody but they choose celebrity because it's like that'll bring in a bigger audience right so you're you're brought down to like you have to climb your way up to the top or have that one hit song like little nas x who had old town road yeah who just skyrocketed him he doesn't ever have to worry about anything anymore just because he had one good track you know and it's like that stumbled into a whole career. Same thing with acting. You could do one movie and people could love that movie so much. You blow up overnight and you're yeah. like, whoa, I just got offered another movie. I mean, that like, Somalian guy got an Oscar nomination. You're from uh, uh, Captain Phillips, yeah. right? I am the captain now. I am now. the captain now. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Isn't that wild? Some random dude. He's just at the Oscars yeah. like, yo, he's like, wow, I, I could even... potentially win an Academy Award. This moment award. is bigger than me right now. And then like, he, he he was in good time, actually, uh, with Robert Pattinson. He yeah. fixed his teeth, though. Really? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him, man. That would be the first thing I do. If Smile I Direct Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight uh, thanks, Ellen. Thanks, Ellen. <laughs> um, 
yeah but um sorry uh we we That's diverge okay. and we go into all yeah. these because it's like for us it's like we i'm a, i'm a creative as well right, right. and and, yeah. and when i talk to other people who have like a creative mind and see the world and like they're, they're just a part of like like if you want to grow and you want to like move up in the world you have to make that happen right. like it's not going to be gonna handed you. to you and yeah. nobody's going to save you yeah. nobody's going to nobody's just going to like you know you're not just going to end up on Ellen 10 days of christmas nah, like you got to nah. go apply you got to be chosen yeah. it's random it's, it's like but there's so many steps there that some people get discouraged because there is so many steps right. but in reality it's like those steps are there to ensure that a small amount get in because they only want the small amount of people that actually are willing to do all those steps right. because it shows oh this guy's got character to last yeah. it makes you know? for a better audience because you want your audience to want to be there to exactly. be thankful and blessed to see ellen when she walks out when on that stage out. oh my oh gosh, my I'm god standing, I'm, I'm dancing crying. i'm, I'm dancing. dancing we're with all ellen. dancing you know it, you like, know it's all like it's you don't want just a crowd that's like whatever so that's what we want. I'm for only you, here because you know we want you. people to stand up and dance when they hear your music. Yeah. We want yeah. them to be like, "Oh my God, it's Sarah Lightman! Oh my gosh!" Yeah. And so because you, of that, that's how you make us feel when you we sing have that Ellen song. here today. Or, Come on down, yeah. Ellen. I'm just it was kidding. awesome. But that, honestly, that song was amazing. Be dope if we just pull Ellen out the back room, like, "Hey, hey guys, <laughs> hey Ellen." I can't do Ellen's um, voice. Did you see the thing she was on? Um, uh, David Letterman's new thing. Oh, he the, just released oh, yeah. a new season. She she was really? on it. Yeah. Coffee with in cars. No, no, no. He's, um, that was a Seinfeld. My next guest. Oh, my next guest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, it was really good. And she talks about. I can relate to her a lot because she talks about being really afraid and like how like she does the opposite. And that's like kind of what I do now. Is yeah. like, oh, I'm afraid, so I'm gonna do the opposite of what my fear is telling me because a lot of the time nice. that's the right answer. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. That I've never. Could thought about it fear in that perspective yeah, yeah. if you watch it it's like, it's really, if i'm scared really of this inspiring. then i that means i need to do it most right. of the time yeah. i mean obviously like you you don't want to like if someone's like gonna rob you like let yeah. them rob you but, but like, like you know <laughs> vibes is like yeah. bad vibes and, and energy is is one thing and you know direct danger is something else right yeah. exactly yeah one thing i also learned is um like if you have a boss or someone and they want to introduce you to someone, especially in LA, like you meet a lot of people and they're like, I have a contact in this. They say that all the time. All the Nothing time. Happens. Well, <laughs> it depends on who that person is, but That's um, true. I, I worked for this publicist and she, what I learned from her was um, amongst other things. If she puts you in contact with someone and then she like maybe tells you how her relationship has been with them. Yeah. Don't pay attention to that. Be aware of it, but you can't go into this new relationship with this person yeah. the same way her relationship right, is with him. Right, right. Right? Because it's like, you might have had a good time saying these things, but I'm totally new to this guy. Yeah. And you've also been friends with him for like, who knows how long. Right. You yeah. know? And it also works the other way. Like, oh, I hate this guy, but it's like, well, I don't know. He's yeah, a I don't know. Cool exactly. guy to me. And, that, and that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's yeah. like sometimes she would be like, I don't like this person, but hey, it's a good contact, you know? Yeah. And they're they're good in their business. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And, yeah. but sometimes she would want to jump on the call with me and I'm like, nah, like, get out. <laughs> like, I oh, got, that's I, weird. I, yeah. Well, well she, to do an intro, okay. Yeah, but, to do an introduction. Like, hey, this is, you know, yeah. But um, that that was like at that that initial conversation, you almost want to be like, "Thanks for the intro." Step away, like yeah. let me just talk to the guy. Yeah. Um. So just be careful with that because sometimes people, yeah. even people who put um you in contact with somebody else, the biggest thing about it is they also like it's so it sucks to say, but 
the person introducing you to someone feels the need to like, I want to make sure this goes perfectly because I'm introducing someone. I don't want shit to fuck up for me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, but doing that, you put so much pressure on the situation and on yourself. That's not needed. If yeah. you just oh, like, yeah. like I've introduced people and I'm just like, yo, here's the email in you know, introduction bye, or I'll text them. Here's the people or I'll, I'll meet them in person. And then I just leave because yeah. I'm like, you guys do what I don't care yeah. what you guys are doing. Maybe you'll tell me about it. Maybe you won't. But that's your life. I'm going to go do mine. Right. Yeah. You know, right. but that's the thing you're getting. You get sucked into all these other worlds and it's so easy to get sucked. It's in, also on that know? person to know when to recommend someone and not mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Because there are people I can think about top of my head that maybe in the past I would have helped them out. But now I'm like, no, because yeah. they turn out to be a really like not well, a good person yeah. or unprofessional or whatever. Everyone makes mistakes. But if you're just if your intentions are poor yeah. or if you like were just like really flaky, like I'm not going to go the extra mile if you're going to not go there with me. Right. Right. Because then that wastes everybody's. Well, time. you need to want to help yourself so that's on them you know, to help not, me help you to not pitch you if they don't trust you you're gonna do the right thing yeah yeah everyone has yeah. like this this there's like a, a pool of people in your brain when someone's like i need someone for this and you're like hmm automatically this half is disqualified because i don't trust that they would actually make me look good right and okay now this out of this group who is the most reliable and then you start to focus yeah. on the positives like okay this guy can do it yeah. And you finally right. send someone out there. Just the right way to think yeah. to do it. Yeah. I believe that as well. You're not going to send someone like out to do a job who's just learning. How yeah, to right, do it. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Well, Unless just they're really eager to learn. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, you, that's where you get your experience. True. But do you want to take the chance that they might mess up? That's the That's only a issue. matter of being around that person and knowing how they recover. Mm. No, that's how a good answer. Bounce back? That's a good answer. How do you, how do you bounce how back? Do you bounce Most back. people don't think about that, right? Everyone falls. It's about if you get up or not. Yeah. And how you get up. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Do you bounce up? Do you, do you spring up? Do you, do you slowly do you climb up building on top of Do you of get up and quit and try something else instead? Because yeah. then Damn. I'm probably wow. not going to. That happens know. as well. Because I see cry. that too much. They're like, oh, that was hard. I failed. Oh, I guess I'll do something else. I'm like, no, that's not yeah. how you handle no. that. Because then you're just going to quit the next thing. Hmm. I guess everyone just expects to be a natural at everything. No. And it's like, nah. That's because like, people that's that are natural. Like, exactly. Is the exactly. End result. The end result, but yeah. there's there's this picture that I like that I've seen a, a couple times on social media, and it's an iceberg, and yeah. it's like the ocean, and you just see a little small tip of the iceberg, and the part that's out is like all nice and like all the good shiny yeah. stuff, and then below you see the huge part yeah. of the iceberg, which is like struggle, depression, failure, yeah, I've seen that, like yeah. all of these things yeah, that it that. takes to get to that tippy top of that iceberg. And that's no one sees it because it's below the surface. Yeah. And I don't know. I try and keep that in mind when I'm when I'm looking at someone's life and I'm like, damn, they got it all. It's and like, that's nah. also why I like to write about that. Yeah. Because people need to be reminded that that there's there's good, but there's a lot of bad that gets you there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's very crazy. Right. Like yeah. you you look forward in time and you're like man i'm gonna be a success i know i am like i know i'm gonna create so many more songs i'm gonna you know create so many more projects i'm gonna be involved with so many you know collaborations and it's like but how you get to those is mm-hmm. up in the air. And, and how fast. And too. how fast it People happens. People just want, yeah. they're like, what about this? Why can't you do this right now? Right yeah. now. And I'm just like, there's the process. No yeah. pain, no gain. That's the way I look at it. Like <laughs> you yeah. got to grind. Yeah. But I mean, every grind doesn't have to be miserable, but you right. do have to 
put in the work and the yeah. time. Like we don't expect to come on and be a number one podcast right off the bat, but we've been grinding for three plus seasons at this. So, you yeah. know, now it's like, all right, now we feel like we're ready to make that transition into mainstream America's eyes and right. really get that notification that we deserve because everyone I've encountered several people within the last two years that have been like, Oh, I want to start a podcast or help me. And they either never start it or they do one episode right. and unless you never do another. Yeah. Unless you do it for them. Yeah, it exactly. And it's like, yeah. I've had to tell people like, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't want to be a part of your production because right. I'm a, a part of my own production. And yeah, me spending all this time on yours is taken away from mine. So that happens in the music industry too. Yeah. Like, and like some of them are friends and like, I respect that they're just afraid and they're just going through it. But yeah, uh, and I'm like, I'm always happy to answer questions, but I, I can't hand you things, mm-hmm. you know, like you mm-hmm. were saying. People because want it to be already like done, like you do people, the groundwork. Yeah. Or people get mad. They're like, they're like, why didn't you come to my show? And I'm like, because I like couldn't. Yeah. Or because I just, I'm too tired or there's like yeah. a thousand reasons. It's yeah. like, I'm so supportive in spirit, but it's just like, and then what they don't realize, I was talking with a booker that I'm also like working on doing like a little tour later. Um, nice. So a lot of stuff. Um, but she was saying like, she said, it's really funny. Like a lot of artists are like, yeah, my friends will just come and that'll be enough. Or all the, the musician, the music community will just support me. And I'm like, well, yeah. but they're playing shows too. Yeah. And that they're not your audience. They're just, they're just your community. Yeah. That's they're all your it peers. is. Right. And and that that doesn't say that they have to do anything. I mean, I think the hope is that they would want to, but yeah. everyone only has so much time for so much. So you have to choose your time wisely and prioritize. Exactly. Yeah. It's like being in school. You know, you can lean over and ask your buddy, hey, what's what's the answer to number blah, blah, blah. And they're like, OK, this is how you do it. Or this is the this is the answer. I'll just do it for you. But every right. single question is like, all right, bro. I got to do my own test over right. here. Like you do yours. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. There so many times. Right. I feel like that happened a lot. It's, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone at some point was like, yo man, I think in college I stopped doing that though. In college I was, uh, no, actually there was one practice <laughs> test that we took with a group. And then we were, we all kind of looked at each other for number five and we were all like, is this what everybody got? Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody kind of nodded and we were like, yeah, all right, good. All right. Yeah, just and make we are sure. all in agreement. So. Yeah, exactly. It's a little different, yeah. but, um, yeah, that's that's wild. Like you sound like you've been through so much, but at the same time you've prevailed. You know, you've had a yeah. lot of accomplishment in that same way. You know, and that's yeah. that's amazing to see. You yeah. know, you your vocals are off the chain. Your vocals like, are insane. Like, like you, the like, notes, yeah. the notes are fantastic. A lot the, of people need production. I loved it to make themselves sound nice, and you the production is just extra for you. Yeah, your <laughs> natural voice is very pleasant. So. Yeah. Thank you for blessing our airwaves with that because I don't know. We've never had a live performance on the air before. We've only we've had we've we've had Bradley sing one time. Yeah, we had Bradley. sing. We had our friend Bradley Banks. He sang. But as far as instrument and and vocal performance, no. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Never. So thank Thanks. you for being the first. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, uh, happy to do it. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, heck yeah, sure. heck yeah. She's like, I want people to hear my songs. I know, too, right? So it's great. No, and, we love uh, it. Real quick, because I was kind of sure. uh, in- intrigued, but when you gave your your list, um, letter to my father. What's the vibe on that? 
so my dad passed away when I was 14, really suddenly. Oh, and, sorry um, to hear that. Yeah, sorry to hear that's that. okay. Um, but uh, he was also a singer-songwriter. Um, and, of course, there's more that you can read about in my bio later after when you're done listening to this. Um, of course. Or interviewing me. On yeah, I know. Click um, the link below and yeah, you guys can course. go straight so from here to there. Stuff. So, um, yeah, I can give you also like a mini like press release of what we what what I had uh, sent out with the publicist to like people, so For you sure. can like see a little bit more. Yeah. But so my dad died when I was younger, and like, of course the 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 question laying over your head, or or a lot of people are laying over, especially like family and friends are like, so are you gonna write about that? Yeah. So it took a really long time to think about okay, how can I write about this in a way that's gonna make me feel not ridiculous because they're not so it's like about my dad but it's like but he's not here so like how can i do it in a way to make it feel like he's here because like whenever we would visit at at the cemetery i just felt so ridiculous talking to a tombstone because that's not that's not their body that's just a piece of rock with their name on it right yeah so i i was like how can i do this and obviously i think creative outlets are the most spiritually powerful way of doing things so i was like okay how can i cohesively put that in a song so i figured you know what if i like wrote i like what would like what if i had a conversation with him what would he want to know so that's kind of where i started from and so it's kind of like what like if i was a parent or or in his head like like what would he want to know from me right because he's not with us anymore right he's somewhere Mm -hmm. else so like so I, um, so I just wrote, so that's like where it came from. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it talks a little bit about like, I won't like give away everything, but it talks about like, you know, where it started and where, where it went from there. And like, just like how I'm doing, like yeah. your parents would be like, Oh, I just want to know you're okay. Right, like, right. So that's kind of how I wrote it. Um, um, I mean, I'm sure there'll be like more, um, things about that and the album was actually so after my dad passed that's also what really kind of threw me in the loop of my music career because because my dad was a singer songwriter and he kind of was mentoring me a little bit when i was like uh, a really young teenager and like so i didn't like know what to do and then also i just i felt intimidated and i have other family members who are artistic and musical and not many of them could sing but one in particular like had a record contract and she was like touring with some pretty big people so i was like well she's doing it so am i allowed to do it too like i don't know like (laughs) all the silly little questions would come up and she was also influenced by him so i just didn't know i just didn't know what the right step was to find my place um even though i was in the right place at the right time yeah it's funny how that always happens be yourself like that thing they tell you when you're a little kid yeah like really just just do that and you'll be fine yeah yeah (laughs) but uh but you always have to take a detour to get there so the album is sort of the interlude title i got from my dad's album there are a lot of interludes on his album that he didn't write but it made me think about what what they were there for and how can that relate to my album because i wanted to like incorporate that in some way um and um so that that was kind of what it came up with it and so, like, the album is almost a concept idea of my journey of what has happened since his death and, like, where I am now because of his influence and the spirit that he actually didn't really leave me was with me from his influence of being with me when nice. I was younger. So. Nice. Wow. So, yeah. So, that. Yeah. That sounds like a powerful message behind yeah. that song. And when we were, we, we previewed the album before we started and... It was very vibey. So, you know, you're going to get a a taste of a lot of different elements of Sarah. And 
her music and and the the way that it, it feels it it's very cohesive but it is very different at the same time yeah. and she describes herself as a soul pop artist that's what she told me she's yes. a soul pop correct is that yeah like there's a soulfulness in my voice that makes it not quite like just pop and then my pop right. and then the production elements uh, support that soulfulness so it's not like pop right now is kind of in like an EDM-ish world yeah. so it's not just that so I, I think that's like the best way well to your voice it. sound you have the vocals of someone that's been through some shit you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not no bubblegum pop like nah, nah, nah. let's yeah, talk yeah. about something real so yeah shout it's out fantastic. to that yeah, yeah. Fantastic. and honestly the market is booming for that kind of stuff so i think you're well on your way yeah i think Thank you're you. well yeah. on your way um before we we let you go here sure. um do you mind shouting out your social media as well yes. as leaving yeah, the course. people with one final message where they can find you all that stuff yes, yes. um yeah so if you want to find my music um uh my if you want to go on my social media we'll start there so social media i'm on facebook twitter and instagram um i also have a periscope account i occasionally live stream to people um and that that's pretty cool like you can like follow me around at my gigs yeah, <laughs> i'll tight. like occasionally i'll scope um and then i'll do a couple scopes personally to them too as well yeah. so periscope is at sarah lightman sarah with an h and lightman well you'll see it in the spelling it's light and man is one word yes um uh same thing with instagram and twitter and then facebook is at sarah lightman sings um unfortunately there's a, a couple in the world <laughs> so i i wasn't fast enough on that yeah. one but i was fast enough on the others nice and then my website is sarah dash lightman.com because of that as well which yeah. is fine it makes it interesting um <laughs> yeah. and then of course uh, my music's on all the majors um apple spotify if you like cds and you're you still have a cd player um, <laughs> I, I i they're sold on the website yes. so you can go there if you want one of those i gave these guys one that they're happy to play in their car yes. from what i could tell get that merch. some cars don't have CD players now, which I think yeah, is bizarre. Yeah, strange. But I'm, I'm, I'm rocking an 09, so right. I, I got that CD player right. on I'm, deck. I was 2012, yeah. Six so. disc, if I might add. So. Wow, fancy. Yeah, fancy nice. AF. Either way, you could always like get, get one if you really want one. Yeah. But, or just go yeah. to a thrift store. Yeah, you get <laughs> you know get a Walkman. In, listen to it, uh, then walk disc out. man, <laughs> yes. That's badass. Yeah. What are the six discs? NWA? You got an NWA? No, there, I don't. Right? I have like a gospel rap album in there. Oh, wow, that's I have cool. like Get a, NWA, a marketing <laughs> album in there. I have like, uh, actually, I have uh, Sid, the singer Sid from uh, the internet, the group, the internet. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Nice, nice. So Sid, she, we went to a show and it was a, it was like a free show and. Oh. I guess she didn't expect a lot of people to show up, but literally like thousands of people showed up. Oh, I remember that when you posted on your story, she gave you a CD. Yeah, literally she came out because I I was like, oh man, there's a ton of people here. We can't get in. The security is being jerks. They won't let us like Sid, you should come out and do something. And then like five minutes later, she comes out with the box of her album and her and Steve Lacey are just walking around and they're like, sorry, you know, we can't get everyone in the show, but we'll do more shows and like at bigger venues. And she's never played a small venue like that since that night. That's That's wild. Yeah, it was crazy. But like literally she came after that. She like I posted her like handing me an album, like being like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, snap. Like Um, I posted like, thank you for coming, you know, really respecting your fans time because we're all people. And, you know, there's a lot of things to do in L.A. And we came to see you. But and I know you can't control venue, but to really care that much to come out. 
that was really nice to see from an from an artist like you're a real person yeah so shout out to sid for that yeah but, sid, uh, go sid and now we're gonna out. replace that marketing cd with sarah lightman's cd <laughs> yeah yeah and we're gonna yeah. be bumping going to malibu maybe i don't know y'all trying to come hey, what's yeah. up are you yeah malibu sounds fun yeah. Um, gonna be going to watch Joker tonight, which is gonna be fantastic. Yes. Nice. We'll talk about that on the next yes, episode, next guys. Episode. Yeah. Look um, forward to that. Look forward to that. Thank you so much, Sarah. Oh, you nice. absolutely killed it. Yes. Thanks. Everything. You're I forgot amazing. to mention I'm also on YouTube. Oh, oh I mean, you know, I'm like all the majors. Yeah, the majors. Yeah, the but, majors. Hey, I like it. I like that how you say that. You're like, I'm on all the majors. Yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. Because no one not everybody knows about the like the ones that are like mom and pop. Yeah, so. Yeah. so if you just say majors, they'll get you it. You have a TikTok? I do, but I like kind of don't use it very nice. often. Yeah. It's gonna die. Yeah, probably. it's like it's literally like the new vine. Yeah, because it it grew yeah. too fast, so there's no foundation. Really cringy. Oh, the the problem is it's but you I have all these the, kids that I are just like idiot. I want to be famous. Yeah. I want to be famous. But there's no format. Like you don't. Yeah. I when I went on, I was like, what do I post? Yeah. So I just posted what was on my social media, and they like kind of liked it. Yeah. So I was like, here's the song that I wrote. Go check it out. That's like all I did, and. It and they liked it, but it was like, what do I do? Maybe we can just start even making celebrities like, like they don't care. Like Beyonce has no posts on hers. Really? Yeah. Wow. None. Yeah. She's too good for it. Ariana Grande <laughs> has four. Uh, like Lady Gaga had a couple, but so really weird. they just don't care. Like that's smart though. That yeah, they, they have the like, account either it's way. Just yeah, to, we just take it. Exactly. It's just to exist. It's just wow. to, yeah. just to be able to say, um, I have two hundred thousand followers on TikTok or two million already. You know, I think it's I like, have four. Beyonce has. I only did it for a week so far so. I, I did it for a month it was great i got paid out which was fantastic nice nice, nice so right? you got yeah. like you got money through it like people tipped you and stuff that's cool no i just um this this company was hiring people oh, to do tiktok videos t- and so i made 30 videos in a month they gave me 400 oh, bucks cool. it was easy oh sweet i yeah, just i was just going about my day it, yeah. Just, yeah yeah it's a sample it was oh true. yeah you can submit to be part of that team no nah, they like right, reached, they just found me oh really they, i got an email one day so and it was like hey Someone either someone recommended me or yeah. they found me through Instagram. Yeah. That's nice. what I thought, and I didn't care. I was like, "Cool, four hundred bucks." Yeah, I got it the other day, and I was like, "Yo, chill, <laughs> nice." That's cool. So oh, yeah, shoot. there's let always me, side Let hustles. me know when they want some more videos. I got hit yeah. up by um, uh-huh. Bigo Live the other day, thousand dollars for a month to go live thirty hours in a, in a month. That's not too oh, bad. That's chill. Yeah. I mean, maybe they won't that's have like any an problem. Hour day. That's Remember hour day. when we were doing I Go Live and. Um, yeah, that shit was fantastic, it was, man. They was it was awesome. We were getting crazy numbers watching us stream the gaming. The injustice. We would, yeah, we would, we would uh, like just yeah. play each other and like play. stream. Oh, like Twitch. Yeah, yeah. But, it was just like Twitch, but, but they with, had told us. Well, yeah. they, well, they told me because I was I was the one uh, streaming it. They had told me they were like, we don't want you to play video games anymore. And I was like, why? There's like a huge uh, market. One video we did got fifteen thousand people watching. Yes. That's like, amazing. how are you not gonna let us do this anymore? And they were like. Yeah, and that was just uh, as as Fortnite was like barely starting. Like yeah. the hype for Fortnite hadn't even started. Yeah. Nobody was talking about it, and I was like, y'all. And then their company went under, and then they they vanished. Yeah, because it was like they should have they they could they should have rolled become, with this. They could have easily become like a second. Twitch. We had good banter and stuff. Periodically, yeah. we turn and like talk to the cameras and stuff. It was great, but yeah. I don't know. They, I guess they weren't feeling it. Yeah, that was a that that was a whole experience. The way I found them, like me and my friend Christine. We, well, I actually got hit up to be like a, a person at their launch party, like just to be like in their video to like, like get the crowd pump in. And I invited Christine to show up and we go and, you know, we ended up going to the, to the after party. We met Black China, we met Tyga, Lamar Odom, all these crazy people. Bella yeah. Thorne was there. Like, and we're just partying. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then 
two two months go by and we're in Beverly Hills with one of her friends who's a YouTuber and we're just chilling we're walking around and all of a sudden like he I we go hey let's turn in here and we turn and it says I go live offices and I'm like yo isn't that the place that we just did that video for two months ago mm. and so we go up to their offices and inside when you walk in they have a huge screen and then me and Christine see ourselves on it like yelling like woo pumping up the crowd and I was wow. like I was like whoa this is wild it's like crazy. mascot for yeah, it. like yeah. like that was cr- and it's just on repeat like it's just playing and I was wow. like yo and we took a video of it and I saw it but yeah. it's like one of those things where you're like we were a part of this and now you're seeing it there like as a reality yeah. and then at that same day they were like we're looking for hosts for the platform and I was like this is so oh. weird we auditioned the next day yeah. we got the jobs I think we made like fifteen hundred dollars in like three months it was great that was but cool. then they so went cool. under then they That's went cool. under well either way it was an experiment yeah, exactly I mean, either way it was like made, a crazy it was good practice yeah it exactly it did and it was cool and it was crazy and la is filled with side hustles like that they yeah. could just pop up anywhere but sometimes anywhere. it's just your fate you're just supposed to be where you're supposed to be and sarah was supposed to come on clear the haze hey. and kill it so we appreciate you coming on the show it. we appreciate you coming and killing yes. it and talking to us rewind it back before this episode ends and listen to that performance again yeah it was around 38 minutes something like that so go check it out (laughs) it was bomb we're out of here thank you so much for joining us sarah yeah we'll catch you it's been a pleasure season three episode 28 yep hold it down hold it down peace out